When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, or you listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Gerald Borgay and Espo. Gentlemen, how you doing? I got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you have any, do you have any fears? Do I have any fears? Yeah. I have like a lot how, of fears. How deep are we trying to uh, go? Not, not like an existential crisis kind of thing, like normal stuff, like fear of heights or anything like that. I would say probably heights. Roaches. Um, all right. I, I'm i afraid of drowning in the ocean. Okay. All that's right? a good one. Uh, and as you know, I, all, I had a coughing fit yesterday on the right. show. <laughs> right. Uh, and found out I had a sinus infection. So I got this machine that's supposed to help clean your sinuses. And literally, <laughs> feel like you're drowning. it feels like you're drowning in the ocean. It pours salt water through one nostril out the other. Is it a, a neti, neti pot? pot? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a fancy neti pot. Oh, it's fancy like, neti pot. It's got the same idea yeah, same of it. Thing. Yeah, yeah those kettle. things are brutal. I, I literally, I mean, I felt like I was drowning. I was like, great, I'm punishing myself here. I've created my own nightmare here. And then you read in, in the instructions, don't put anything other than salt water, like illegal drugs in here. And I'm like, who in their right mind went, hey, I should put some drugs in here. It's bad enough with salt water. Anyways. So you're not doing well. <laughs> That's what you're just well, We know that. That, I mean, that one. That's the answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have anything that's like crazy or just even like, like normal. Like Wessel said heights. I feel like heights is a pretty normal thing to be afraid of. Yeah. Um, yeah Everybody says know. they're good with heights until they get up there and look down. Then it's like, okay. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go out of my nope. way to like do anything outrageously crazy, but like I'm not, I'm not to the point where I have to like sit down or move back or I'm going to start crying so, kind of a thing. Somebody in the chat says Luca Dutch. <laughs> oh, <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's rough. All right. Well, I thought I dodged a bullet this week, but apparently not um, mm. because it's Thursday and it's Trade Machine Thursday. Trade Machine <laughs> Thursday. Trade Machine Thursday. So let's get into it. We decided to, and by we, I mean Gerald, but I'm going to take credit for his work, like always, <laughs> decided to put together some trade options that the Suns could potentially uh, explore should the Kevin Durant situation completely be off the table. Yes. So I, and I'm not saying that we're doing this because we think Kevin Durant is off the table, but it's the off season and like we have nothing else to do. So Gerald, Gerald fears people trashing him on the internet for nothing uh, that he's actually I saying. I fear so. being misquoted. That's my biggest <laughs> thing. I hate that so much. And I feel like when people oh, see. Oh, we know, Gerald. <laughs> I feel like when people see an article like this, they're like, oh, Gerald doesn't think it's happening. No, it's July and there's 
nothing else going hey, on. I saw an aggregation that said Gerald Bourget of PHNX Sports uh, reports that Kevin Durant <laughs> is done in Phoenix. It's not happening. So here's the deals that they should make. <laughs> we'll deal with you in a minute. Um, You're gonna get Gerald's blood boiling, and we I just started this show, that was, Espo. That was the Did most. I'm fine. That, that was the most serious I've ever seen Gerald uh, get on this program. So go ahead, Gerald. That's going back to fears. That's one of my biggest fears. Is something I wrote blowing up on the internet, and it not being something I wrote. Um, yeah, so I wanted to come up with a couple of trade options because if Kevin Durant doesn't happen, like we talked about yesterday, there will be a point where the Suns have to shift gears and just prepare for the upcoming season. Because even if they don't get Kevin Durant, we've talked about this, they're still a title contender. They're still bringing pretty much everybody back, but there are some areas they need to tighten up, including finding a third point guard, filling that 15th roster spot, etc. At this point in free agency, most of the good guys are gone. Most of the good targets are gone. So the trade market is probably how you're going to have to do that. So let's dive into the first one. This is a Utah Jazz trade. We mentioned this guy yesterday, but Jordan Clarkson would be coming to the Suns in this deal along with Jared Vanderbilt, and the Jazz would be getting Torrey Craig, Landry Shamit, and I think that's a 2025 first-round pick uh, that is protected. Your guys' thoughts on Big this fan of potential this one. deal. This one's my favorite. I like it. But would the Jazz like it? You're having mm, to, how many, what, is there two more years guaranteed on Landry's deal? The fourth one has an option involved, right? I think there's four is still. Is it four? Yeah, there's still four. Fourth has the option. Mm. Four. Uh, so you're you're bringing him in as part of either your future or another a guy you're going to have to deal. Mm. Again, Tory Craig's expiring. They get a first. I might even throw, if, if you're out of the KD running, right? Mm -hmm. I might even throw two firsts in there to, to get you? something like this done. That was my look, next question is how would you, so you would throw two firsts for Jordan look, Clarkson? at this point we know that, that there's no value for James Jones in yes, first round that's picks. True. So what do we care? Throw them around like they mean nothing because they supposedly do mean absolutely nothing in that front office. So I'd go two because it solidifies a major th thing that hurt you well, two mm -hmm. areas that hurt you, mm -hmm. backup guard and and bench scoring. So I would definitely and you're throw in two. not giving up. This is no shade to Tory and Landry, of course, but you're not giving up any core assets right. within this one. And to Espo's point, we know James Jones doesn't value first round draft picks as much as other teams may. So if you have to throw in another one. I like this one the most, mostly because of who we're not giving up. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it also turns uh, an area of weakness into an area of strength because each campaign can now become like a a third guard in your in your rotation kind of discussion could play some backup too where he saw some success. I just like the options that it gives you there. Yeah, I I have mixed feel. This is probably my least well, not my least favorite trade because there's one in the article that I wrote that we won't be talking about that was probably my least favorite, but. I like this one. It's kind of my like baseline as far as realism. Like you could make this happen. The Jazz are clearly having a fire sale. Rudy Gobert's gone. Donovan Mitchell probably next. There, Danny Ainge is blowing it up. He's starting to rebuild. Jordan Clarkson is going to be one of the first guys that shipped off because he's a bench guy that you can pretty much plug on any team. He's not the most efficient. If you look at his three-point shooting the last few years, it's been kind of rough. He shot 32% last year. 
just under 35 the year before, and he's like at 34% for his career. But he is a guy that Monty was talking about. We didn't have enough guys that we could just throw the ball to and they could go get a bucket. He's definitely that kind of guy, for better or for worse, because his shot selection can be infuriating at times. Um, But he does bring that alternative to campaign off the bench if you need a bench scorer to rely on, somebody that can get hot in a playoff series. Um, The part of this trade, honestly, that I like is not just getting Jordan Clarkson, but adding in Jared Vanderbilt. I feel like he's a very underrated player. Um, This trade couldn't happen until August 30th because Vanderbilt was just traded, so he can't be traded in conjunction with another player until two months have passed. Um, But at that point, if nothing's happened on the KD front, that's probably the timeline we're dealing with anyway. Um, I like him. He would really help on the glass. I think he averaged like eight rebounds a game last year. Um, He has no three-point shot, but he's an athletic six-foot-nine guy that can plug a lot of holes defensively. Um, So he'd kind of be a Torrey Craig upgrade in the Torrey Craig role, and then you'd be getting Jordan Clarkson, who you would hope would be kind of a Landry Shamit upgrade. I I think defensively you're taking a step back there, going from Mm Shamit to Clarkson, but Again, that offensive creation is is big. Yeah, I feel like these are the kind of on-the-margin moves that you're going to have to make if mm-hmm. you're out on the KD thing to, to try to improve this roster moving forward. And look, like we talked about yesterday, you may be waiting until right around training camp and you may miss out on a guy like Clarkson. But if he's available, this is the kind of deal I'd, I'd jump at it from James Jones. Yeah, and I, I think I should point out, too, that these deals don't necessarily have to be done before the season. These are things that you could revisit mm-hmm. down the road, especially especially because if you're trying to keep the KD door open, you're going to be waiting till the tread li- trade deadline anyway. So. Yeah, I just think Utah is more motivated to move Clarkson yeah, well before that. So if you want him, I think you're going to have to get on him in the next six weeks to – have a chance at it. All right, before we move on to the next one, we do have a super chat from Psycho Blue. Thank you for your super chat, said Espo. You prayed to the wrong forbidden one last time. (laughs) Basketball Cthulhu has been here since Gail Goodrich, and you leave him hanging for shame. Hashtag wins, Katie. Give me the two shot here. (laughs) Basketball Cthulhu, I'll make the same deal with you. Hit me up, whatever it takes to get the championship in Phoenix. I don't care. I'll make it happen. My soul is uh, probably not worth it to you to to get a championship, but I'm willing to make the trade. Call me. This man, yeah, call me. This man just invoking <laughs> demons into our studio. Sunder's <laughs> uh, dunks in the chat. I think it was Sunder's dunks said, "LOL at Psycho Blue." You just want them to stumble over Cthulhu. I feel like I've gotten it now. You got, got it down. It, right? You got, you got it down. It. You didn't even have to ask us about it. Now <laughs> I get it. It's about time. Okay. Let's take a look at the next one you put together, Gerald. Which one do you want to do? Um, yeah, let's do the John Collins one next. This Sorry. one. Brian just said in the chat as at Espo, nobody likes a spiritual team. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's get on to the next uh, one. Yeah. So with this one. Look, the Hawks could just be content to run it back with the core that they have now that they have this new backcourt with DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. So maybe they just want to keep everybody intact. But John Collins has been on the trade block for like two to three years now. He feels like somebody that if you put together a nice enough offer for him, maybe the Hawks bite. Uh, in this deal, it's Tory Craig, Landry Shamit, Cam Johnson, and two first-round picks for John Collins. You might talk me into a third. I don't. I, the reason I'm going with two here is because giving up Cam Johnson, honestly, that's, that's, that's tough. But 
John Collins is a guy who would help you on the interior. He'd help you with the rebounding thing. He'd give you another rim roller for Chris Paul and Devin Booker as this kind of above the rim threat. Um, and he can shoot the three ball pretty serviceably well. So the spacing wouldn't be terrible. He's not like a dead eye three point shooter, but he shoots efficiently enough on lower to medium range. And think about the court. You'd have Book, you have DA, you have Collins long term, you have McHale. Mm -hmm. That's four of five in your starting lineup that are pretty damn good mm -hmm. for the next handful of years. I would be I'd be very interested in in seeing how how the Hawks felt about that. I don't think I go a third pick there yeah. because you're giving up Cam, but I definitely would be down for, for what you proposed here. The chat is not down. They're not down. The with chat John is Collins. not down. We did get one. Uh, Joel said, Dub, we need Collins. But then the rest of it was, no, Collins, please. Hell no, F the Hawks. Wouldn't give Cam and picks for Collins. Hell no on Cam. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're not completely sold. But there are a couple still coming in that's saying, like, okay, I get it. But a lot of people think he's overpaid and unreliable. I just, uh, look. He's definitely overpaid, but so is everybody at yeah. this stage. Like, <laughs> Why do we care? It's not our money. Right. Like, literally, <laughs> spend all of Sarver's money. Get everybody if you have to. I don't care. Yeah, like I I get it because throwing Cam J in the, like, the line in the sand for sure is Mikael Bridges. You're not including him in this type of trade, even though that's what the mm -hmm. Hawks would undoubtedly ask for. Yeah, great. Take a long walk I, I think, a short period. I think this is the type of trade where you look at what Gobert got, you look at what DeJounte Murray got, it was a lot of role players and mostly picks for these guys. If you could do something similar with the Hawks where maybe you do a third pick and take Cam J out of it, substitute somebody else in, maybe you're talking then. Um, and, it, and it would help the Hawks because they just gave up, what, four first-rounders for DeJounte Murray, so it would help replenish some of their draft stock a little bit. Um, this one's tough, though. I, I do like Collins, but... Yeah, I, I get the argument that he is overpaid, but again, it's not my money, so I don't I think care. the biggest situation here is that Cam Johnson is, is right. included in this. I think if a, if you could swap him out with somebody else or, like you said, add in another pick, I think a lot more people would be on board with this but idea. Can't Look at what John Collins is now and ask yourself, can Cam develop into better than that? That's what you're, what the question is. I feel like this is a win now and stay competitive in the future move where you're banking that Cam Johnson maybe gets as good as John Collins but doesn't get better. So then it's a it's it's a win because you get that guy now who's already there that can help you win this year. I I love Cam. I love McHale, but sometimes I think we overvalue them in Phoenix based on liking who they are. And imagining what they could be when you can get somebody that's better than them now that could help you in the in the present. I think right now John Collins is the better player, but I do think Cam Johnson's skill set is more tailored to what you need to win in the NBA. And I think that's probably the difference is that that's like fair. his three-point shooting, his floor spacing, and just that wing versatility that he has makes him a little bit more valuable in terms of just what you need to win the NBA. I do get that sentiment, though. Um, I, I do think Cam Johnson could be as good as John Collins if he was moved into a starting role. That's one thing we've only seen in in short bursts. But he has been very good when he's been a starter. So that's my hesitation there. If you took out 
Tory Craig and Cam Johnson and swapped in Dario Saric instead. I think the math would work on that. I'd have to double check. It'd be close. Or but, Crowder. Or Crowder, yeah. I'd rather try to keep Crowder if you can, just so you continue to have wings and guys you can plug in multiple spots. But yeah, maybe the Hawks would want... The thing with this trade, if you're the Hawks, you're getting two picks back to replenish your cupboard a little bit. And you're getting Cam Johnson and Landry Shamit to spread the floor for a backcourt that already has Trey Young and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Like, that's... That's a lot of floor spacing that they would have. So I think they would probably bite on that. I don't know if it would be... You'd probably have to throw three first-rounders if you're going to sub Cam Johnson out. Don't though. forget DeJounte Murray in that backcourt, too. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> yeah, he can't shoot. But, but, they're, but they're pretty... They're but pretty everyone else around him can, there, yeah. so that's good. Yeah, I, look, look, I think you're probably right in this, that Cam's more tailored to uh, today's NBA and, and and what you need in the future... I just am so, and and this is my blind spot right now. I'm so stuck in what gets you to the title next year, mm-hmm. rather than how does a good guy develop three years right. from now? <laughs> because you just look at it, and that point guard spot with Chris Paul, that that window is closing with Chris Paul. Now it may not be your ultimate overall window, but I just look at next year, and I'm all about all in. You know? Yeah. No, and I get that, and I think Bryn brought up a good point in the chat saying that John Collins is 18 months younger than Cam Johnson. Yeah. He's um, 24. Yeah. So that's so yeah, something may, to bear in mind too. Yeah, you may just be scratching the surface of John Collins as skills well. as well. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and then you've also seen times in Atlanta too, where they have admitted to not really drawing up plays for him, yeah. you know what I mean? And not making him, really any sort of a focal point so (laughs) maybe in another situation he can tap into another level sorry somebody's like stop it does not somebody's got to rep it while Saul's not here so i figured i'd pull the ripcord and see how you react he's he's smiling somewhere uh so funny i love i love how our fandom extends far beyond um just the play on the court and honestly i'm right there with you guys uh where did it go Dagoon said, it, the difference is Cam is ours. I don't give a flying fruit bat about Collins. But then Hello said, sometimes you got to kick the sweet baby out the house. <laughs> Dagoon also said our, our opinions don't matter because we said we'd trade DA for Miles Turner. And let's make it very clear. That was when we felt like it may be yeah. you know, to a point where they weren't going to resign him and you just needed to get something oh gerald's gonna get mad at you you misquoted him <laughs> i i, I don't know stop. how many times we had to say that we wanted to keep da primarily <laughs> we, we and had, these are last resort alternatives if you have to get rid of him but that's fine it's we should have just had that disclaimer about. on the screen every show without us saying it. just a flashing ticker at the bottom yeah <laughs> and things we've already discussed i don't know maybe it's all right next up Oh, yeah. Thunder. Yeah. So this is one that if Kevin Durant doesn't fall through, but you're looking to make a superstar trade, I still really like this trade target. Um, I have two different trades for him. So let's go with the first one um, for Shea Gilgis Alexander of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, in this deal, the Suns are getting SGA for Dario Sharch, <coughs> Mikhail Bridges, and three first round picks. Now, this is the highest that you would go and honestly i don't think i personally would go this high but this is what the thunder are probably going to be looking for something in that range 
Now, there's been no recent indication that the Thunder are looking to trade him, but he has been mentioned in multiple trade rumors over the last couple of years because he's a player that's ready to win now. The Thunder clearly are not. They have a very young core, and they want to get Josh Giddy the ball in his hands. Maybe they don't want to pay that massive uh, max contract that they gave him throughout the full five years. So thoughts on this one? Yeah, I just don't think McHale fits what, what they're looking for. He's not seven foot and weighing 135 <laughs> pounds. Can we interest you in a Jacques Landell instead? <laughs> uh, look, I I don't trade McHale in this. Mm. I, I get why you'd want to do this because it answers your point guard question for the next decade mm. in all likelihood. But I think I think I go here's Cam and four first rounds, mm. you know, rather than put McHale in there. And I might make that kind of a move. Now, it's tough contracts. I understand there have to be additional salary for right. those kind of things uh, to make that work. But I just – I think McHale is too much in that for a position that how do you make it work with Chris Paul in year one, too? Because you're obviously not putting him at the two. You got Devin Booker there. You're not putting Chris Paul on the bench, and nobody's bringing Shea Gilders-Alexander off the bench either. So I, I think you put – Devin Booker at the three or what you just run with the three guard lineup or you stagger them because it, you just it's kind of like what we talked about with DeJounte Murray in the past I think you have more than enough talent to be willing to embrace kind of the short-term awkwardness there um, and get past that hump let's bring up the other trade this is probably what I think the Suns would push for um, so they're getting Shea and they're getting Darius Baisley um, they're sending out Dario Sharch, Tory Craig, Landry Shamit, Cam Johnson, and three first-round picks. Um, Thunder might push for four if the best player they're getting back is Cam Johnson, but they all—they're also getting two expiring contracts. Uh, Landry Shamit, who's a guy that they can flip elsewhere for more picks in the future, um, and they're getting rid of you know two young players, but guys that might not be part of their long-term idea of team building because like we said they want josh giddy to have the ball in their hands most of their guys are too young to help shea win now at some point he's going to want to start winning um and i feel like that point's coming pretty soon sam presti loves his picks so thoughts on that one the chat really is enjoying this one um at least more than the first first one that's for sure that like yeah this one has got me interested i would give up four firsts as well I can live with that type of stuff. So, How many second rounders are you allowed to give up? Is there a rule on that? I'm actually not sure on that. I feel like you can give up quite a few. Okay. Ten years worth of second round picks, too, because Sam Presti is just <laughs> like uh, attracted to the draft like nobody else. So give up all the seconds, too. I'm, I'm all right with that. I like, I like this one. Like you said, uh, you can figure out how to make that rotation work. I... I agree to an extent. I, I still have PTSD from the three-headed point guard. Of I think you and a lot uh, of people do. Yeah, Bledsoe. But all three of these guards are better than all three of those guards by Which a long shot. Which makes me even more nervous <laughs> about that because, again, only so many ball. Uh, you only can roll one ball yeah. out there on the court, and somebody winds up having to, to take a step back, likely Chris Paul in this situation. That's the bigger Good. question, not can they actually make it work, is can the egos make it work? I think so. Like <clears throat> Chris Paul and Shea have experience playing together. They loved playing together, and they've had nothing but good things to say about each other since then. 
It solves your issue as far as if you need a spot start for Chris Paul mm -hmm. or you need to dial back his minutes. Shea's the perfect guy to do that because he's more than he's an all-star caliber player and probably would have been an all-star last year if he played on a team that wasn't terrible. Um, and Booker, I mean, he's tall enough to play the three in spots. Like obviously him playing there permanently is not the best thing for you um, because he would be having to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of these wings, but you'd still have Mikhail to take some of those tougher assignments. If you work out the second deal, you add some wing depth, bringing in Baisley, who's a young player who can score a little bit. Um, and I think like if Kevin Durant is out the window, this is probably the next superstar target that you could realistically make a move for. Um, obviously, things change as we go through a season. Stars get disgruntled and people become available, whatever. But it feels like Shea is probably the next domino in that chain as far as like this guy wants out or the Thunder don't want to commit to keeping him for the full five years. Hey, it's, it's worth taking a swing if, if KD is off the table and figuring out how to make it work. At worst, you move on from Chris Paul after mm -hmm. next year. There's an out here. It's not as if every single one of them uh, is in long-term contracts. And and Book and, and Shea Gildress-Alexander is a compelling backcourt for the future with Mikhail and and DA, uh, you know. That's a dynamic court, core if you have those yeah, four. Like, you look shit. at that and that window becomes much larger mm -hmm. than than just the next few seasons. That's five, six years if you play it right and you add the right kind of a bench around them. I, I really, I'm really intrigued by that. I, is it enough to get it done with Sam Presti? I don't know. Like I said, he's attracted to picks, so maybe it becomes four firsts and you know, pick swaps and second round picks, you know, as well as the players. But again, give all the draft picks away. It doesn't matter. Right. And, and to be clear, because people are asking, why would OKC do this? Why wouldn't they just keep him? Uh, I think it was Kevin O'Connor that reported pretty recently um, that he's not sure he sees the fit being there long term because they do want to put the ball in Josh Kitty's hands. So I'm not just like speculating yeah. over the last year or two there have been three different trade rumors involving Shea from reputable sources as far as he might be available in the future um so again there's nothing concrete yet but it is something to keep an eye on if we're reading the tea leaves as far as which stars <clears throat> might be available because we are going to be waiting a while for kevin durant anyway <laughs> so well we think but maybe there'll be some movement maybe fingers crossed <laughs> but I, I think in terms of finding a guy that can help you win now and finding a long-term solution in the backcourt alongside Devin Booker. He's not a traditional, like, true point guard, but he's a six-foot-six guard, combo guard, who can play alongside Book. You'd have more than enough playmaking between the two. And the irony is that's the the big three that Ryan McDonough wanted, Shea Gillis, Alexander, Devin right. Booker, and DeAndre Ayton, right. and they'd wind up on the same team with Mikhail Bridges potentially as well. That would be uh, quite the sight to see. So. Um, hello in the chat said, will that trade make OKC giddy? I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I knew you would have done that I, one, Of Gerald. course I did. Do not encourage <laughs> Gerald, please. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Gerald did talk about it earlier in the show, but he has more of these over at gophnext.com. So if you want to check that out, become a member today, get access to all of that sweet, sweet content, go more in depth on all of these Trade Machine Thursday, <laughs> asterisk, uh, <laughs> situation. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a quick break, mm -hmm. tell you guys about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. 
After you make your first deposit, you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 when you use that code. $1,000. One more time, PHNX. (laughs) Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, Espo, I asked Saul and Gerald this earlier this week. I think it was them. Hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, you haven't asked me anything this week, so. Okay, good. Okay. Because now I can't remember what day it is. Did we talk about Devin Today's and Book Thursday. yesterday? No. Devin and Book? No. I mean, not. Good Lord. <laughs> Devin no. and Kendall? I was not here when oh, you guys that talked was, about Devin uh, and Kendall. That was Monday? Okay. I, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. I sent you a text. Oh, yeah, yeah. How dare yeah. you talk about the big news without me? He was sad. Um, Would you use a betting app? Like if DraftKings <laughs> extended their sports betting beyond sports and into like pop culture around sports, yeah. like Devin and Kendall We did talk about this yesterday married. because I said I'd bet on them having a baby. Was this, this yesterday? This was yesterday. And yes, oh, I man. would. Did I bring it up yesterday then? Yes, you did. Time is a flat circle. What did, is happening? It's, it's all right. It's the off season. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Lindsay, I would. I actually think it was my idea yesterday. Was it? So yes, I would bet on that for sure. Dear Lord. Anyway, Espo, <laughs> you can run the show for All now. right. Well, let's uh, let's. Can I woke got... up at nine o'clock this morning? I'm oh, exhausted. I've been up since six. All right. <laughs> I I want to talk about something. Yesterday we we had a clip from Brian Windhorse. He was talking about the situation in Brooklyn. Uh, Jacob, could you play that again for us? Um, from what I understand, the trade talks involving Kevin Durant have slowed to a trickle. You can still get some Nets folks on the phone if you want to make an offer, but they are not aggressively, I am told, making outgoing calls. The league is about to go on their first significant vacations in two years. People are scattering to Europe and the national parks, and Kevin Durant is still a net, and I don't think that's going to change in the short-term future. So I know that Sean Marks isn't on an island or in a national park or wherever else NBA executives go. Windhorse said that he'll take calls, right? Mm-hmm. I tracked down Sean Mark's phone number. I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. I tracked it down, and I want to call him right now. Are oh. you guys cool with this? Yeah, sure. Let's make a Kevin Durant. Let's try, to, let's try to press this guy on getting a Kevin Durant yes. deal done here on the show. What if he doesn't answer? The, Are we gonna if leave he doesn't message? answer, then we'll do another segment. I don't care. Okay. I'll, or I'll leave a what's, message. What's the word count to beat? I'm not going to comment right now. You want to make a bet that you I can get more than seven you, you wanna, words? You want to make a bet that I can get him to talk more <laughs> than seven words? He also said like... Hey, Gerald, how are you? Yeah, he did, he did okay, say that fair. stuff, too. He, did. he didn't just, like, completely... Yeah, he said, hey, like, nice to meet you or something like yeah. that. He said, who the hell are you? <laughs> I have the number. Should we call him in Brooklyn? I mean... I, I think so. Let's do it. Can I borrow your phone? Sure. I know... Hold I got on, the number here on my iPad, but I can't... <laughs> there you go. All okay. right. So I'm going to dial this here. Okay. All right. I got a dial tone. Let's let's talk to him. Okay. Afternoon. Hey, Sean. It's Espo from PHNX. It is about time that we get to do this. I agree, man. We got to figure out this Kevin Durant thing. Can we do that right now? Appreciate you guys having some patience with us as well over the course of since the season's end to now and and figuring out that we had some time to reflect, time to uh, debate, discuss, have honest conversations. So between Steve, myself, and Josai, I've spent a lot of time meeting over the course of these last two weeks. yeah, yeah, I'm really glad you guys got a powwow and try to figure out what you're going to do with KD, but we got a deadline here. We're trying to make a championship team, unlike you guys trying to blow it up. So what do we got to do to get Kevin Durant? You know, we have prided ourselves on the past. 
with finding players with a chip on their shoulder, with a resilience, with something to prove. Um, we're going to have to go back to that. We're going to have to go back to looking a little bit more at development, looking more at finding the right characteristics of a player that fits here. All right, Sean, now you're speaking my language, baby. I got the guys that fit your culture, that are a little younger, that you can coach up and make them into the nets that you want, that can compete two, three, four years down the line and make Brooklyn proud. I got your Cam Johnson, I got your Mikhail Bridges, and I got four first-round picks. How does that sound to you? I think we know what we're looking for. You know, we're looking for guys that want to come in here, be part of something bigger than themselves, um, play selfless, play team basketball, uh, and be available. Well, let me tell you, Cam and Mikhail are those guys, and I have faith that you'll draft those kind of guys too. And, yeah, I, I, I forgot about the Kyrie thing for you guys. Uh, a little awkward, but let me ensure you, I got the paperwork on Cam and Mikhail. They got their vaccinations. They got all their shots. You're not going to have to worry about them being able to play in New York, Toronto, anywhere. These guys, they'll get it done, and they'll get it done 82 games a year. Yeah, look, I think that's something we've been discussing, and we will continue to debrief on and discuss throughout this uh, offseason. And it's, it's honestly not just Kyrie. I mean, you bring Kyrie up, but we have decisions to make on, on a variety of different free agents throughout uh, throughout our roster. So, Sean, do we have a deal or not? Do you have to go to Joe Sy, your owner, and ask, or can we finalize this and get this done and get KD to Phoenix? Um, you know, I, I will say this. With with our partner and Joe, he has been amazing to us. You know, as you've seen over the course of his ownership the last couple of years, he has um, given us autonomy. He has um, been in the room with us. You know, again, we collaborate with him. And, you know, he knows what's at stake here. He wants to bring something special to Brooklyn. That's been his objective all the way. It's get back to those winning. Um, the objective is to hear, is to win. He's made it very clear. That's what we want to do. And he has never said no. And if the decision is the right one, and we think going forward it doesn't hamstring us, you know, long term, uh, I, I have no problem going to Joe and saying this is the decision we need, we need to do. Sean, this is why you're my favorite son. Uh, you are spectacular, and I'm glad we got this deal done. I'm going to send the paperwork in to the league, and we can call this a day. I'll let James Jones know that we took care of business, and he's no longer needed to do this. Well, uh, great, great. Hey, sorry to cut you off, Sean, but uh, I got to go. I don't want you to change your mind. Uh, thanks. Always a pleasure. Thank you, guys. I, I told you guys we could do this. Wow. I think I told he beat you I seven, got his phone number. I think he beat seven words. I, I told you I got his phone number. <laughs> Does this mean I now have his phone number too? You, I, I think so. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No need to have phone. it anymore. We got the deal done. <laughs> Gerald couldn't even get him to talk on camera. I, I got him to give us a whole three and a half minutes That's to impressive. make a deal happen. It's impressive. Espo. James Jones can't get this done. I get it done just like that. Well, that's because that's you threw Mikel out there like right off the top. Of course, I'm not negotiating. I want it done. I mean, got it done. All right. Obviously, that wasn't. That actually was Sean Mark's voice. That's not a yes. lie. I just didn't actually call him. That Moral was a, of the story: Don't believe everything you see and hear on the internet. Sounded pretty realistic. Though. Can't wait till that gets aggregated and people think the deal is Somebody's done. Somebody's going to be so mad at you. So oh my gosh! You, they actually got Sean Mark's on the show. Honestly, How did that if, happen? If Espo tricked you right now and you would like to scold him in person, you can do that next Wednesday at the Four Peaks Brewery. We're going to be out there. We're going to have live shows all day long. Espo will be there from like open to close. So whatever time works for you to come on down and be like, Espo, I'm really mad at you because you tricked me and now I'm upset. <laughs> uh, you can do that. 
Uh, that's Wednesday, the 27th. And also a quick reminder, make sure you enter our toast of the month sweepstakes at gophnx.com. We're going to be selecting the winner before our live shows begin on Wednesday. So make sure you get your entry in. If you win that toast of the month sweepstakes, you're going to get a $50 gift card to Four Peaks Brewery. You're going to get a t-shirt of your choice from our PHNX locker, as well as an annual membership. Uh, once again, you can enter at gophnx.com. Uh, Gerald, are you uncomfortable that your torso is in the Taste of the Month ad? It is? I'm pretty sure that you holding a glass of beer. Oh, is it there. really? It's definitely not me. I don't look that good in that shirt, so... Uh, I think oh, yeah, that might have been it me. Is you. Oh, that's pretty cool. Look at that. Look at Look those at fingers. <laughs> By the way, uh, Mike B says, uh, Espo sure has a lot of time on his hands. It only took me 30 minutes. So that's not a lot of time. <laughs> not too bad. Necessary. So. Um, there's a couple things in the chat. Todd said, sorry, there's no way that tricked anyone. Ha huh? I hope not, Todd. I really, genuinely, truly hope we not. We had him in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> I As would be very goes. sad if that actually tricked somebody. <laughs> Um, also, we have to go back to one comment from Dagoon way back in the, that I forgot about. Um, uh-huh. When we were talking about he said, well, you wanted to trade Miles Turner for DA or whatever, DA for Miles Turner. He was like, not you guys, just you guys. Gotcha. Oh. All right. So, Thank you, there Dagoon. There you go. Okay. Yeah. We're all, we're all in good terms now. We're good. All right, guys. It's time for some screenshots presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone 5 and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. Our first AZ Health screenshot is highlighting a local teacher here in the Valley who shared this video on her social media channels of her son's themed classroom. Jacob, <laughs> anytime. She kind of queued you up for that, Jacob. <laughs> this is the coolest classroom ever. If I had had my third grade classroom like this during the finals run in 93, my head would have exploded. This is like <laughs> the dream classroom for a son's nerd. Uh, kudos uh, to to her. She's uh, always on Twitter talking about her classroom. I think this is the first time we actually saw the full thing, and mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Uh, I'm surprised that they allow it. And that is the biggest TV I've ever seen yeah. in a classroom. <laughs> For like real. That, like they, they, they're rocking a 75-inch television in this classroom. Must oh, be yeah. nice. We had one of those square fat ones that you like wheeled out on the floor. It wasn't even in your classroom. That, yeah. yeah. Had the, had the uh, VHS-DVD yeah, combo yeah, on it if you were in. lucky. Yeah, because yeah, it was like 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. And there was never enough... The, funds to get an updated one yeah no. the 75 year old librarian always wheeled it in yeah. nobody had a clue how to uh how to actually get the, the movie to actually play yeah yeah no but Man, that's, we're old that's pretty cool because those are the things that like growing up in a classroom you latch on to that sort of thing and it helps breed more sons fans i, I was it. gonna say this teacher is single-handedly trying to encourage the next generation <laughs> yeah. of sons fans to really get into it yeah. And that's important. We all need that. So <laughs> shout out to this teacher for making being in school really fun. Dagoon says, wait, we're just going to blow past the naked man in the classroom? That was yeah. a cutout of The Rock. Yeah. All right. A- <laughs> from his WWE days. But Not also, a naked man. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're just going to blow right in past In general, that. that's what you do with a naked man. Absolutely. We should, blow right past we should go do a live show from that classroom. <laughs> We'd have to tell Saul, hey, no, no saying F them kids, but, you know, I think we should look into it. No pause, Jacob. We're blowing right past it. Mike B said, name the whole Suns roster for extra credit. 
That's actually, that'd be a good one if she actually did that. Yeah, that would, that would really one. encourage kids to actually pay attention a little bit more. Math done with stats. You could use analytics as your uh, yeah. your math lessons. Gerald wants to go back to school Talk, talk to me when you've memorized their <laughs> contracts oh. down to the dollar. Talk to me, nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next AZ House screenshot. I uh, hate to break it to all of you guys and gals out there who hoped that one day this could be you, but Kelly Oubre Jr. is officially off <laughs> the market. Yes. Congratulations to Kelly and his new wife mm-hmm. who tied the knot, I believe, sometime within the last handful of weeks. Are we going to ignore this picture? It's freaking it's, like... It's meadow world peace here. He's out in the middle of a meadow with his wife. Is this really surprising it's, to you? It's, it's Kelly. Where's the horse? It's, I mean... <laughs> That was the sons. <laughs> That's art, though. Like, do, we don't have the screenshot of her walking down the aisle, do we? I don't think okay, so. Okay, because nope. that was like, it's literally like flowers everywhere, and the two people on either side are like 40 yards apart, and she's like walking through this perfectly shaved like grass patch that's like leading to Ubre at the end. It's like art. Did somebody forget to tell Kelly Ubre maybe you should save some money? Like NBA careers don't last forever. And that looks like he spent that 18 million uh, that that he made uh, a couple seasons ago all on that one wedding. Flowers alone in this inflation. You let them live their lives. Lindsay's like, Lindsay's like, they literally gave them all the flowers. (laughs) There are no flowers left for anybody else. Um, If you want to see it, he posted more photos like the one that Gerald was talking about on his Instagram page. You can check that out. It looked really pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. It did. I'm really happy for them. I there's think like that's awesome. The beach and the ocean behind them, and then there's just this grassy area that they all got married in. It looks incredible. Like, yeah. You, you didn't get the invite? It did not. No, okay. unfortunately. But because you would have really stood out in all black in the middle <laughs> of the in a beanie. <laughs> in a beanie. <laughs> beanie on the beach. <laughs> Is Ubre still a free agent? No, yeah. he just got married. Ah! <laughs> ah! He finally got a ring. Ah! I wish you all could see uh. the looks just simultaneously on all four of their faces when the entire room like just gave gerald the same look uh, is he an mba free agent uh, not on a team right now uh, i believe he's I still out there let's google it gerald are you gonna google so just, it sure just quiet silence as we all go click 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 click, click, click what click, kind click, of flowers click, were those Googling. Lindsay? as we waste time i don't know <laughs> But you were the flower expert. Yeah, there. I just give them out. I don't know. Oh, okay, about you don't know. Okay, I don't. Good to know. Uh, while Gerald looks <laughs> that up, Dad said he's on an expiring contract. Okay. Yeah, he's under contract for one more oh, year. I thought he was. I thought he was done. All right, that yeah. makes sense. There we go. All right, our final AZ Health screenshot is a tweet from somebody whose Twitter account says they are in Oregon. So, so we just assume they know something about Nike. We're just going to speculate. <laughs> this is from Mikey. They said, Devin Booker visiting the Nike archive. Signature shoe on the way. I mean, I think we've all kind of yeah, this connected is the dots. Yeah. That, that the signature shoe is coming. I'm more interested in the Nike archive. Like, is there some, mm. like, secret bunker in Oregon that has, like, all the history of Nike and the old shoes. And like, is he going to Frankenstein together some kind of amazing basketball shoe? I mean, that would be kind of cool. What brought that thought on? <laughs> because he said the archive. And in my head, this sounds like some majestic, amazing like some, place. Like, like library of 
Nike knowledge. <laughs> like past Booker's lore. literally just yeah. stuck in some bunker at Nike looking at all the shoes they've ever made. Maybe to deciding just, what he wants. Maybe, maybe it's just to get some inspiration or to look at different technologies and see what he's interested in. I'm really just asking for an invite to the Nike archive. I want to <laughs> I mean, know what that it's would like. be pretty dope. That would be I'm a like good the, investigative journalism report. I'm the least two head here. Like, and I'm yeah. like, can I go to the Nike archive? <laughs> I could maybe can get I you come? there. Oh, could really? you? Yeah. You know oh. somebody at Nike? We know. Yeah, my my entire in law family is from Oregon and Washington. And they have lots of con- they have a lot of contacts in Nike. So we well, could possibly get you guys to the headquarters. Yeah. Is it just coming up now? Be, beyond that, <laughs> why don't you call them and ask them? Hey, what's up with David? Was he there? Is this true? Can you share anything else? Can that be your homework for today? Get me into the archive. Are you allowed to assign me homework? That's why I asked, can it be? I want to do a national... It was a polite way to request (laughs) this to be your homework. I want a national treasure type uh, type movie Mm -hmm. at the Nike archive. (laughs) There are secrets hidden there, and I want to find them. Probably. Like why Michael Jordan stepped away for two years. I'm sure that's there. Too. Oh, God. Here we go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, this has been a known thing. We we shared back in, I don't know, like February or March that um, there were rumors behind the scenes that Devin was already <clears throat> meeting with Nike personnel about a signature shoe. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a matter of time mm-hmm. before the shoe comes out. And he's now on the cover of NBA 2K. Like, this is just the most logical next step for him. Mm-hmm. If the shoe's not purple, a book's dead to me. Oh, God. That's <laughs> a lot so of dramatic. pressure it's the right off, off the season. bat. I'm just bored, okay? <laughs> so dramatic. Um, but, yeah, it's going to happen. I'm sure, you know, the whole Kobe thing and, like, renegotiating the contract mm-hmm. with Nike, his estate, probably put a hold on some things as well. Mm-hmm. So that, that could be a potential reason why it's taken so long i also wonder if the sun's uniform redesign kind of skewed things if they were going to base anything on designs they were going towards so it matched a new uniform set if that kind of shifted courses as well with it that'd be cool i mean maybe i'd be here for it that wouldn't surprise me something that matches that classic jersey they're going to wear this year because they're going to sell a hell of a lot of those for nikes oh yeah uh gains in the chat said where do we get that 2k cover if we don't play the game LMAO. Somebody had shared when it first was announced that book would be on the cover, you can buy just like the case on eBay for like $50 less than what you would actually buy the game for. Gains, I got a cheaper way. You right click on the image of it on the internet. Oh, oh God. God. Click save <laughs> and use your printer. Oh, man. Or send it to Kinko's. From bubble boys to broke boys. Here we I'm go. cheap. <laughs> I'm cheap, man. To be fair, though, if you do just want it for like your your man cave or this type of a thing. You don't need something that's like super, super good quality. You just no. need something small. I did ask cause I talked to Ronnie 2k in Vegas yeah, and I, I did ask him it's a relevant name dropping <laughs> in this case. Cause I did ask him, are we going to have uh, those posters for sale? Cause people in the Valley would definitely buy them. And he was saying, it's, uh, I'm sure they could figure it out. Did you get so. Ronnie 2k's number? I'm going to beg him for, Proposal. He said, or do I'm I have sure. to make a fake call? You have to, to make to a fake call. He said, I'm sure they can figure it out like people in the Valley can figure it out. Yeah, people that would want a poster of that 2K cover. So, so it doesn't he, sound like it. So they don't want to make money. Without giving permission, he gave permission to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, AKA send a thing to Kinko's or something. I, yeah, exactly. I will, 
I will I print out sure a bunch on, of them. All on the same page here. I will print out a bunch of them, and at our next watch party, two dollars a pop, you can have your own Devin <laughs> Booker pixelated poster. Hello, in the chat said for people under thirty, a Kinkos is a printer shop. <laughs> Relevant. We, we meant uh, what are they? FedEx office now is what they're called. UPS store does that. Yeah, any do they do that? I don't know. And it, sure. Is Everywhere. Staples still around? Staples is still mm-hmm. around. Yeah. I know the Staples Center is. Whenever yeah, I need yeah. to print something, I still go to Staples. Yeah. This is the dumbest conversation <laughs> we've ever had. You know, the two times a year when I need to print something. <laughs> Buy some damn ink and put it in your printer. Who has I, a printer? <laughs> I mean, that we is We have true. one here in the office. People oh, under really the age of 30 oh, rarely have printers in their house anymore, unless <laughs> it is something they need for their job. Just Outside of that, like, why would you have a printer? No. Just make it your damn phone wallpaper. You see it every day. <laughs> They even call it wallpaper anymore. Well, I think it's no, wallpaper is wallpaper is oh never mind. Is it wallpaper or background? I don't. I love that Lindsay was about to go into a whole <laughs> dissertation on actual wallpaper. You know, it's just super trendy right now. All that's right. all. I was just saying, wallpaper is back in. It's good. We're, we're fine. Sly says, "Print shop draft go." <laughs> oh my gosh. I swear, I swear, none of us have had OGs. It's just mm-hmm. Thursday, and we're really tired, and it's been a long free agency thus far Mm -hmm. but if you want to have some ogs and be on our level naturally (laughs) i highly recommend uh the pina culotta flavor it's their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor you can check them out online at ogsbrands.com or on instagram at ogsbrands you can also find their products at your local dispensary but you must be 21 years or older to purchase i love that you say pina culotta as if you've already had ogs pina culotta <laughs> it's you like know, you're so chill with it. Pina yeah. colada. What do you, oh, what, I don't understand what you're saying. The way you say pina colada. Oh, is that a, like is this a good like thing or a bad out? thing? I love the way you say pina colada. I, I never I know with it. you guys anymore if you're being genuine or if you're just being sarcastic with me. I, I mean, I didn't say anything, so you got to ask him on yeah, this he's one. He's ignoring us. He's on his phone. <laughs> don't you worry. Yeah, why are you on your phone, Gerald? Calling Ronnie 2K. <laughs> <laughs> Name dropper. I got more. I got more than seven words out of Sean Marks. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been a fun show. Um, I need to go a take show. a nap. Tomorrow we're gonna have an even more fun show for you guys. Oh, we got some big things in store. They're not fake interviews. <laughs> I know that I said that you should grab some OGs to get on our level. I definitely recommend for tomorrow's show, OGs, Four Peaks, whatever one floats your boat or neither. It doesn't matter. Just come join us. But it's gonna get it's gonna get a little bit out of the box. Oh, It'll tomorrow. be yeah, yeah. tomorrow. It's, gonna, get way it's gonna be very out of the box. So I'm just saying, come with an open mind. Come with a lot of fun <laughs> things that you want to comment in the chat Why because it's going to be a blast. You should make this a little like go to a sweat lodge. I feel like something. you're scaring them. <laughs> Come We're with an open mind. Trip. I'm trying Please. to create intrigue, <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> We're, help we're, me, help me. I, <laughs> we're all going to have, we're all going to be two six packs of uh, four peaks and three edibles uh, <laughs> down, and you're going to just have to deal with Come with an open mind and an open heart. <laughs> okay, we got to go. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. I, uh, same place, same time. YouTube right here at 2 p.m. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay, and you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Get ready to get trippy tomorrow. Ahoy hoy. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PH and X though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob.